Grand rising, grand rising, grand rising. It is May 31st and it is 9.30 in the morning. And I know I have not put up a podcast or I have not done my live in quite some time now. But honestly, I have to be honest with you guys. I've really been struggling stale with this depression and um, everything else, I guess. That's just becoming a little too much on my mind. And I guess the medicine combination that the new psychiatrist has me on uh, is not... It's not helping either. I feel like it's making me more emotional than it should. And then I feel like my bipolar gets triggered really quick and really easy. And if I'm not paying attention, I can blow up and I have to turn around and like really like pause before I speak. Definitely think before I speak. All because I just... Why is this tangled? Sorry, you guys. I was trying to move the mic so I can get it closer. Because we all know that I speak low. And I don't understand why I speak low. Because I've got a big old mouth. But I don't know. It's because I feel like it, uh, if I get louder, I'll be too loud in the room. And then I'm bothering everybody else. And I'm always so cautious and not bothering other people. Um, I guess it's because of just the woman. But kids are still sleeping and I don't want to wake them up but I do want to get this done while there's actually nobody else up and includes the rats (laughs) they're not up and roaming around either so this is a prime time sorry you guys let go of that mucus but it's a prime time for me to um get some recording done I mean I have no one to bother me no one to stress me out and I feel guilty for saying that, but I know if we had our own place, like our own house, our own apartment, or whatever, I had my room, I can record whenever, because I wouldn't have to worry about the kids. But being in this motel and only having two rooms, I have to be, you know, cautious of if I want my sanity to stay for a little while longer, not to make enough noise so that I won't wake them up, so that my sanity can stay a little bit longer. Um... But happy belated Memorial Day to everyone, and I want to say thank you to all the vets and everyone who has done their service. Um, That includes my three uncles, who have also been in the service, and um, they probably don't hear none of this because nobody knows what I'm doing, most likely. But I'm still going to give them their flowers and shout them out. So to Tio Victor, Tio Negro... And Tio Nino, happy Memorial Day, and thank you for everything that y'all have done when you guys were in the service. Um, So with that being said, yesterday was just, we didn't really do anything. Nana next door cooked um, on the grill, and then I just pretty much worked on my coaching stuff, um, getting my coaching lessons for this week accomplished and done, which I got it all done yesterday. Go me! The only downside is I am behind on the business course, like three to four weeks behind on the business course. I think it's actually like five weeks now, and I need to try to catch up. But for some reason, I'm just not into that business course. I mean, I got a scholarship for it, so I feel bad. You know, the Home Depot paid for it, and but it's just I don't know. I don't know if it's their method of doing things, but it just doesn't stick with me. I guess you could say, and it's not calling my attention. Um, so it makes it really hard for me to stay focused and actually get it accomplished. 
but I have to, but it's just this depression, it's like, every time I get up, right, I wake up, open my eyes, you know, and I'm like, alright, here we go again, another day, another day where I gotta step over toys, because Lyrical decided she wasn't gonna pick them up, or another day where I have to walk over some clothes, because Koa decided she was gonna jump up and take our clothes from on top of the bin and put it on the floor so she could lay her big dog behind Hanit. Like, we really want her to be on our darn clothes. And then to top it off, she's already, um, Koa's seven months, right? So she already done got her monthly cycle now. So you got her dripping. Like, it's just too much. Like, I'm not already just, you know, trying my hardest to keep my brain from losing every little bit of sanity that it has. And then everything else just adds on. Like, oh my god, are you kidding me? And then I feel bad because I start, like, not being able to handle things. Like, and then I start getting nippy and I start getting short-tempered and I start getting irritated quick and frustrated quick. And then Biva starts to get in her feelings, which, oh my God, always breaks my heart every single time. Because she takes it so personal and I'm like, baby, it's not you. Like, I just have to let this out. If I don't let this out, I'm going to lose my mind. Like... It's not meant, you know, for anyone. I just have to, I have to let it out, you know. I don't have, none of my relationships with anyone are the same or what they used to be. So, I can't just pick up the phone and call people, you know, like I used to. It's not, I don't feel like the relationship between me and them are the same. Like, I barely get text messages now. I barely, I never really get calls. Like, that's on a very rare occasion because I'm not a big phone person. But I'm more of like, I'll text you more. But I've noticed that a lot of, like, my relationships with people are, like, non-existent. Um, we, I, I now started, like, pushing myself to, like, text and just check up on people because I realized I really just let my relationships, like, go down the window with everything that I had going on from the wheelchair to the apartment to this place to, you know, everything. And a lot of this has had me thinking and again I don't know if it's the meds or what it is but these are things that I normally don't think about and um has me feeling that the meds might play a part in it because everything else is still the same like I still smoke my trees you know what I'm saying I think that's what keeps me at bay when I'm really getting ready to lose it um but yo I just I don't know if anyone else is struggling with their depression or if anyone else is, like, finding it hard to do your day-to-day stuff and, like, not have to... I literally... I don't know how to explain it. It's like, I can sit here all day at this desk, right? Because I don't want to be in the bed because it'll hurt my body to constantly be just laying down. Because then I have to lay on my right. I mean, on my left because I'm a righty, so I can keep using my right hand. Then it just my left is my bad side. And that starts to get really uncomfortable so I'll just come to the desk and I'll be at the chair and I'm like all right well let me get some advertising done or let me get some affirmations posted up on my parenting and mental illness Instagram or let me throw out my coaching my free coaching sessions that I'm offering um for 45 minutes before I forget so we're gonna stop for a quick so-called commercial based on me (laughs) anyways I am offering free 25 coaching sessions they're 45 minutes and it's gonna it's a transformation um program that I'm doing to help others transform 
reach that goal that they want to reach so transform themselves to get to that goal or accomplish whatever it is that they would like to accomplish so i'm offering 25 free coaching sessions first come first serve once those 25 slots have been filled and i have accomplished all 25 sessions i will most likely not be offering any more free coaching sessions so jump on it while you can because baby when i tell you i'm good at this i'm good at this like i am not joking when i say that i am good at this this is like what i meant to do um this is something that i've always been doing i guess you can say when i help others i've always been everybody else's therapist or everybody else's go-to person like my life has always been crazy but i can help everyone else with theirs isn't that like always how it goes though frustrating but yeah so hit me up um or go on to my blog life as a parent mental illness dot blog uh, it is up there, the link for my calendar so that you can book your session. Or you can go on my Instagram, Parenting a Mental Illness. The link is in my bio. It is up there as well so you can book your session. Um, with that being said, I hope that you guys take advantage of this. I, it's not a gimmick. I'm not selling anything. I'm not going to push you to join my coaching program. I'm not going to do none of that. It is literally just a free session that hopefully you can get some clarity and aha moments from which not hopefully because i know it's going to happen that you'll get some clarity and aha moments from and that it'll help you you know what i'm saying to get to where you would like to be if you choose to sign up for my program then awesome and if you don't then awesome but i will let my actions and my work and my words speak for themselves i'm not pushing nothing on no one if at the end of that session you decide that coaching is not for you or you can't do it at the moment or you just don't want to do it there's no hurt feelings there's no hurt feelings at all at least you got something out of the situation and i was able to help you get that clarity or that aha or whatever you have gotten out of that session and that's all that's good enough for me that's all i really need you know what i'm saying that's that's all um don't knock it till you try it it doesn't hurt what is it gonna hurt you to give up 45 minutes of your time you're gonna stroll tiktok you're gonna stroll instagram you're gonna scroll snap you're gonna be on every social network that you can think of to kill time or do things so just take 45 minutes for yourself where you're loving yourself and you're saying i matter and i'm important and i'm gonna take time for me and i'm gonna grow And I'm going to finally accomplish these things that I've been wanting to accomplish or I'm going to kill down these negative thoughts or I'm going to whatever it is that you need to work on. I am there for you to support you and help you along the way. And that is what my 25 free coaching sessions will show you because you're allowed one session and that one session will show you what type of work you can do with me and what I can help you accomplish within those 45 minutes. Um... But yeah, so again, Parenting and Mental Illness IG, Parenting and Mental Illness Facebook. Um, it's in my link in my bios. Uh, it's on the post in Life as a Parent Mental Illness, excuse me, dot blog. Sorry, I've got like the hiccups coming in. Um, but yeah, so take me up on that offer because, sweetheart, I am these wheels for this coaching training and these wheels for this coaching certification they're rolling baby they're rolling and they're going and i'm on this train and i'm not getting off this train because i have a passion to help others i have a passion to help myself too but helping others kind of helps me at the same time 
Um, so I just want to be able to finally do things that I'm passionate about. Like, it sucks that I have an associate's in early childhood, right? And I've, okay, so let's, let's backtrack. I'm sorry, you guys. I'm just doing too much blah, blah, blah. It's just, I, I have quiet. I can think. Thoughts can run through my mind. I can finish my sentences. Like, this is, I'm not used to this. This is like, oh my God, I'm going to part, like, I'm going to get in a candy store right now. I'm just like ready to just grab every candy you can think of and pop it in my mouth and just be super excited. But then you guys are going to be on the other side like, what the fuck is going on with this chick? She done lost her damn mind. How the hell am I supposed to keep track of whatever it is that she's freaking talking if she's so damn hyped? But I guess it's also the ADHD in me that's like wired up right now. So, you got me all, y'all got me all, all the way. I am all here and focused. And while I am doing all of this, I am still listening to my positive messages in the background that y'all can't hear. But I can. Whew, I had to get all that out. Okay, now let me breathe. Matter of fact, let me take a puff. No, don't fall out my bong. What are you doing? So, sorry y'all, I just had to take a nice little hit. Awesome. Ooh, good smoke. But, um, yeah, so take me up on those sessions. I mean, I'm being really serious when I say this. And I gotta, I gotta also put this out there to you guys. Um, it is so discouraging and so frustrating that I feel like I'm getting nowhere with any of my platforms. Um... I don't have any interaction from any of my listeners, readers, viewers, none of it. It's like every once in a while there'll be a comment here or there, no likes in reality, just the watches. I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm still that same person that I was in the past that nobody realizes that she's there unless they just turn and go, oh, you're there. Like, I don't get it. I don't understand what it is about me and what I do that just doesn't get the support or the love from other people. And it's so discouraging and frustrating, especially when I know I got a message I want to say or when I know I want to help others. Because like I keep saying, I know I'm definitely just not the only one out here in this world that has mental illness and two high-functioning autistic kids with mental illness and one suicidal. Like, There's just no way that my household can be like the only household in the world that has a mental illness parent with two mental illness children that have autism. Like, there's just no way possible that, like, I can be the only one. But it's just so discouraging because I feel like whatever messages I am putting out there, whatever information I am giving, nobody's getting it or nobody's taking it or nobody cares, you know? And it's annoying because I'm taking time from myself, from my kids, from being depressed and doing nothing if we're being honest from just laying around and and, and beating myself up so if I'm taking time from beating myself up you know what I'm saying to help others and nothing is being reciprocated it is it's very discouraging it gets like when is somebody going to realize that I am here hello it is me like I know I may be a little crazy you know or I know I may seem like I'm all over the place or I don't know what I'm talking about or I don't know what I'm doing but I do I just don't know how to deliver it probably if anything or my mental illness itself takes over sometimes and throws off the message or 
I get triggered because my kids are stopping me from doing what I already planned I was going to do, had it all planned out in my head, you know, and then boom, things happen, the memory just stops working, and I go back to a blank slate, and I'm trying to remember what I was doing. All of that does not help in any shape or form my situation, but it would be amazing if those who are actually listening and taking anything from me or learning something from me or if I'm inspiring them, encouraging them or just showing them what not to do in life, you know? Whatever the case may be, it'd be nice if I could get that support back in return because it would really, really keep driving me even more to just get up every day and do what I know I'm supposed to do. But for some reason, this depression is winning. Like, this depression is winning and it looks so different from all the other ones that it's frustrating the daylight out of me like it really has me frustrated why can't I just be the regular old depressed where you just want to go under the blankets and not do anything like I don't know I don't know I just don't like this depression I'm sorry me and this depression have a problem and I wish it would just vacate the premises like I done gave it plenty of eviction notices and it still has not gone nowhere I feel like it keeps moving the shit in instead of moving the shit out Alright y'all, I was taking another hit, but it looks like this might be dead. I hope it isn't. this off. I'm sorry, you guys. I'm gonna pause this real quick. I'm just gonna... Okay! I'm back. Sorry. I just had to finish my bong. You know, um, since Bella's not up, I didn't get to do my normal two or three blunts, you know, smoking session here to get myself going for the day. So, I did a bong instead, and I didn't think about finishing it before I actually started the podcast. Um, but... Yeah, so I just want this this depression that I have going on right now to just vacate the premises. And um, it just feels like it just keeps moving itself in more and more. And it's frustrating because I have a goal and I have things I want to accomplish, but I'm not getting nothing done. I'm not even doing my affirmations in the morning when I first get up. Like right now, I told myself I was going to do affirmations first before I do anything else. And what did I do? I started the podcast first and I haven't even done my affirmations yet. Like, that makes no sense. Anything I've noticed, like, anything that is meant to be positive for me, um, I just don't have, I don't know, I just don't have the desire of doing it. And I know it's because it's good for me, and if I do it, I'll get out of my funk quicker, but it's just like, something keeps stopping me from doing it. Like, I'll reach over, and then all of a sudden... I'll get sidetracked with something else, or I'll start, like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know how to explain it, I'm not sure if anyone else is having any other issues with their depressions, or any of their mental health, or any conditions that you have going on, um, it makes me feel like there's something out here in the universe right now, that's just throwing everything off, and it's driving me insane, because it's already been a month, I want to say, and 
I'm like ready for it to heat. I'm not in the mood to be depressed this darn long. I mean, I still have to find a, a van for us to buy. I still have to find a place for us to live. Like, there's so much that has to be accomplished. But the energy, when I say I don't even have the energy to do it, I mean, like, I don't even have the energy to physically do it. So I, I'm already dealing with weakness since the Father's Day situation. And the weakness already drives me crazy because I'll, I'll want to do something. I just don't have the strength or the energy to do it. So this depression is taking advantage of my weakness. And it'll just, whenever I say, okay, well, I'm going to do this. And I start getting ready to do it. I have no energy. And my, like, I can't hold the pen long enough to write because... Like, my weakness just kicks in all of a sudden so bad where, like, even writing is uncomfortable or um, even just sitting in the wheelchair can all of a sudden become a problem, which wasn't a problem. Like, it's just, it's so much and I feel like I gotta get out of this and talking to you guys sometimes helps. I mean, it may be because I haven't been doing any content why I feel this bad. You know, maybe if I get back to my normal self, then maybe I'll feel better. I don't know. All I know is that I can't let down any of those who do actually count on me. And I feel like I am letting everyone down because I'm not... I'm in I don't care mood. Like, I feel like I really hit the bottom of rock bottom. Where nothing matters no more. Like, I just... I know there's consequences, I know there's actions, I know, like, things have to get done, I know if things don't get done, then who's gonna do that, because I'm obviously the only adult here, like, so, I know all these things, but it's like, my mind and my body and my condition just does not care, it's like, it's giving up, or it's given up, I don't know, but I just know that this is not acceptable and it's not okay, because I don't want to live in a rat infested motel for the rest of my life i don't want to be stuck with two rooms with my kids for the rest of our lives and we never accomplish anything you know and this depression is causing so many fears and so much anxiety that it's crazy like i didn't have all these fears that i have now i didn't have all this i did have anxiety really bad but it's a different type of anxiety i don't want none of these fears I don't want to think it, I don't want to feel it, I don't want to talk about it, I don't want to discuss it, I don't want to put it out in the universe. I don't want that energy to be the one that comes back to me. I want my energy that gets thrown into the universe to be positive, to be strong, to be a leader, to be tough. You know what I'm saying? So what I get back is the return, you know? But is this depression? Oh baby, this depression is not on the same page with me. This depression is not on the same page with me, and it, it, it just baffles me. Like, I know there's different types of depressions. I know everybody deals with everything differently. Like, I know we all cope differently. Like, I understand all these things, but, Lord, I don't know if it's the combination of me working within myself and with my coaching and, you know, everything else, and that's why this looks differently. I mean, I smile, and... It looks like a real smile, but it's not how I feel. You know what I'm saying? And then I find myself to be short-tempered, like quick 
everybody's irritating me. Everything is irritating me. And then I don't mean to snap at people, but I'm snapping and that's not okay. You know, I had to work so hard to stop doing those things, but I'm doing them unconsciously. Like, I literally do not catch myself until after I see the person's reaction or until afterwards. And that's when I'm like, wait, that was not a cool response. Or I could have dealt with it, th- th- with it this way. Now I don't want the person to think, you know, I have a problem with them. It's not them. It's me. It's my mental health. I'm all over the place. I'm unbalanced. I'm not okay. And that's the biggest thing right there. I'm not okay. That's my why beneath the why. Underneath the why. I am not okay. I am not okay. I should be in somebody's mental institution. I really should be in somebody's psych ward getting my shit together. Getting my shit together. Like literally getting my shit together so that I can then do what I need to do and fight for what I need to fight and get to where I need to get and all these other beautiful things but unfortunately I can't do that I don't have the option or the ability of doing so if I place myself in a psychiatric ward it's a domino effect okay yes if I can take care of Delano and Lyrical I would never worry about their safety with her Um, I know that she can definitely, you know what I'm saying, stay with them and and make sure that they're safe along with herself. That's not where my problem is. So I know that if I needed to go to the psych ward or if I needed to go to the hospital, I know Biva is going to be okay. Her worry is going to be about me and me being okay. And that's going to cause her anxiety. And that's what I worry about. Okay, so I don't worry about the safety of Lyrical and Delano. Because with Beva's autism, I have taught her, like, emergencies can happen. Da-da-da-da-da. When I need you to try to do your best to focus and do what you got to do, you have to, you know what I'm saying, do your best foot forward to try to get it accomplished. And then I know if anything, Nana next door would, you know, come and check on them. But... I can't do it because it would drive Biva to want to hurt herself. And I can't jeopardize my own child for my safety. She would freak out internally and try to be such a strong person for her siblings that it's going to eat her alive. It, the last time that I went, I talked to her and I told her why I had to go, which was the first and only time I've been to the psychiatric ward. But I talked to her and I told her why I had to go. I explained to her what I was going through mentally and how I was breaking and how I'm hurting them more than I am actually, you know, protecting them because I'm broken at the moment. Like, I was not in a good place at all. It was a very dark, 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 ugly place that... If I wouldn't have gotten out of there, or if I wouldn't have put myself in the psych ward, I probably would have taken my life. And I would have left my three kids without a parent. And they probably, I don't know, if they would have a better life now than what they are having. But I just know that my kids, I get on their nerves, I frustrate them and all that, but they are very attached to me. Very, very attached to me. And, um... 
I know that like me disappearing would not be a good thing for them and I don't want to bring that pain onto them so that's why I took myself there you know but then while I when I took myself there even though Beva understood why I had to go and why I had to take care of me at the moment where we were staying at was too much for her and she couldn't handle it all and then extra things were being said by the other people that we were staying with you know about somebody you know whatever extra things were being said about from the other people that you know we were staying with that was adding on to her mental as well and nobody really understands her when she expresses herself so she was trying to talk to them and vent and and get herself mentally prepared for me being as gone for I've been about days it's supposed to be but then Delano started to freak out because I was gone I didn't tell him I was leaving which I didn't want him to freak out on me because it would have broke me even more so I never said anything I basically just gave him my kiss and a hug and told him I'll see him later and left to go to the hospital um so she became very suicidal and I'm one um this was like I'm probably like the second day I called because uh, I was calling every like almost every, as much as I could honestly because she had her own phone so I could call her as much as I wanted but it was just too much you know it was too much to handle and then to top it off at the time I wasn't you know we weren't cool I had just left the relationship and I already knew that things just were going to go south because I knew there was another female involved, which is why I walked away from the relationship. I was being told that my kid was going to be taken from me because I was in the psych ward like the baby. So this was something else that just really was breaking my mentals even more. I'm in the psych ward trying to do something for me so I can better myself, you know, so my kids will have a mom so that they won't go missing without the one consistent person in their life, which is me. I have been the only consistent person in all three of my kids' lives. But for some particular reason, to other people, that doesn't matter. It doesn't mean anything. Everything I've sacrificed so that I can try to give them better, everything I've done, like, none of that matters. Everybody feels like they can come and just you know, dictate on what I should do in my household or dictate on what I should do in my life. and But nobody lives it. You don't stay long enough to help me through anything. You don't stay long enough to build me up. You just stay long enough to knock me down and then expect me to be a fantastic, awesome mom in the long run. Like, how is that possible when there's nobody building you up? You know, and I told myself... Like, I brought myself a lot of this suffering and a lot of this pain, and it was my decisions, and and I should have made better decisions, but I thought one thing, and it turned out to be something completely different. You know, every decision that I've ever made has always been to try to be for my kids better and for my better. Like, for us to have a better life, a better situation not to be a rebel, not to be mean, not to anything. It's just, if there's more harm coming from a situation than good, then I'm going to eliminate the situation. Or I'm going to eliminate us from the situation. 
because we have enough pain and we have enough hurt. Excuse me, we don't need any more. So, <coughs> I can't put myself in a psych ward because I know that I wouldn't be able to mentally be okay with me being in the psych ward. She would be too worried about me. And I can add that pressure to her. It's too much. Like, asking her to watch Bivot, I mean, Lyrical and Delano for a day or two, three days, that's still too much. She can watch them, you know what I'm saying? But that's a lot on her. And as a mom, I, that's not her job. That's my job. You know, it's not her responsibility. It is definitely mine. So when all of this happens, it's like, what do I do? What does a mom like me do? I mean, trust me. I know when I tell you I can benefit from going into the psych ward and get a couple of days. You know what I'm saying? To clear my mind and and get right and get on the right combo of medications and whatever the case may be. But I have a responsibility. And that responsibility is being a mom. And that never turns off. And that never has vacation days. And that never has off days and none of that so it's not like I can just say well I'm gonna stop being a mom right now and let me just go handle myself real quick no I can't do that I don't have the option and it just it's not an ability I just don't have it there's just no way you know there's there's no way of me being able to do that like nobody really sees how important mental health is and nobody really cares to be honest I mean, I, I hear people talking about it when somebody commits suicide. That's about it. You know what I'm saying? When we lost somebody to suicide, that's about it. Outside of that, everybody treats everybody like crap every single day. And then once somebody takes their life, it's all of a sudden, are you okay? Are you good? How are you coping? How are you dealing? How's everything going? All of a sudden, now you want to worry about people's mental health. But then when that passes and that is all done and out the news and it's no longer up and going, hold on, but they turn around and forget all about you and no longer check on you. Good morning, beautiful. Good morning. You okay? You can go back and lay down if you want. You don't have to get up, boo-boo. Hold on, guys, sorry, Lyrical just woke up, and um, I'm just trying to check on her, because she still looks a little tired. Sometimes she'll get up and still be tired and go back to bed and go back to sleep. Are you okay? You sure? Alright, so I'm going to finish my podcast, okay? Okay. Do you want to go get the iPad so I can unlock it for you? Go ahead, go get the iPad and I'll unlock it for you. So... Yeah, this depression, I don't know, I just don't know, but I know that what could help, I'm unable to do, um, I know that I have to find different ways of doing this, but I can't, because everything else is just getting more frustrating, like I'm still trying to find a van, but get this, alright, it's like a, it's a catch-22, Right, so I need a car to go search for a car. I have to rent a car. That's more money I'm spending to go around searching for a car. 
Now, my biggest problem that I have, and I'm, I don't know what it is with my my OD, um, OCD and my mental health and everything else, I just can't find myself wasting so much energy and like going to all these lots that are around here, stopping by, seeing if I like you. You know what I'm saying? Seeing if you're good peoples. Then I have to try to walk to all these vans, if they have any. Like, I don't can't take my wheelchair with me. And we already know how the walking is a, is a big issue. Because I cannot walk long distance. I can only walk short distance. So it makes my job a lot harder. And then to top it off, because we're not in our home state, I don't know what dealerships are good and what aren't. I don't know what dealership I should go stop by to and not stop by to. And whenever you talk to people around here, you try to ask questions. Nobody ever has any answers. And it's frustrating. It is so frustrating. So I am still trying to find a van to purchase. But what makes me more frustrated is if somebody wasn't so selfish and of returned to my original vehicle when they were supposed to, I wouldn't be in the situation of having to find another vehicle. Like, I didn't even get to have that vehicle for long before it just disappeared. It was borrowed one day and then it never came back. But if I say something, if I speak, if I open up, if I, if I, if I say what's on my mind, if I say what I feel, I'm going to be wrong. Because it's going to come out real fucked up. It's going to come out real dirty. It's going to come out real nasty. Because at the end of the day, there's just so much has been done that's, like, selfish that I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, we ended up in a lot of our situations because I helped somebody else. You know what I'm saying? And and it, it baffles me and it blows my mind how some people don't stop and think about how their actions can affect other people. And how their actions oh my god scream so many things like but how are you supposed to then trust other people afterwards like everybody that i've tried to help i've been burned by everyone and that includes the person that birthed me she was the first one so and then there goes the sperm donor you know what i'm saying you sign the birth certificate you give me your last name but then you claim that i'm not your daughter you claim you have doubts you claim that somebody else is my father. I don't even know who that somebody else is. Nobody's ever given me a name either. It's always been just some black guy. Just some black guy. Because mind you, I'm supposed to be fully Puerto Rican. My father and my mother are both fully Puerto Rican. Born in Puerto Rico. Raised in Puerto Rico. And they were. They came to the States. So... Um... Yeah, how am I supposed to take all of this? Like, you have all these years to tell me that you think I'm not your daughter. You have all these years to let me know that the reason why you are not in my life or the reason why you don't partake in any parts of my life is because you believe that I am not your daughter. So ask me for a DNA test when I turned 18. I would have gladly have given it to you because I can't say what my egg donor did or did not do. I was not there. I don't even know the full story. All I know is that I'm a side chick's baby. That's all that I know. I'm a side chick's baby. That is really what I know. Like, whether they were separated, whether they were still together when my sperm donor and egg donor got together and I got created, I don't know. 
I do not know the whole entire story and I'm not one to to I ask questions if I don't get the answer I'm not gonna keep on pushing because at the end of the day it's gonna trigger me but it is my story and I have a right to know it but I don't know it you know what I'm saying and I feel like I was created and brought into this world with madness and my life has just continued to be just madness like I get treated like shit by almost everybody even you guys and I'm sorry but stop and look you're listening to my stuff just to either be nosy because if you really were getting something out of my content if you really were learning anything or if I was really supporting you and you were following me to support me and vice versa then you'd be interacting with me you would be interacting putting comments liking sharing whatever the case may be there would be way more interaction than what there is on any of my platforms which already leads me to believe that it's more people being nosy than it is people trying to take something from my message and i don't that does not mean hit up my my dms with oh my god you're beautiful and i love your smile and i love you guys listen here very carefully okay that to me is a big trigger and that is a big turn off i will automatically delete and that's all i do i delete every damn message i don't even open them because the moment that i see i mean i do open the facebook ones because you know what i'm saying i don't always know if it's part of my coaching program that person is inboxing me or if it's again just somebody from africa ganya Ghana, whatever, sorry I said it wrong the first time, my apologies, or Egypt, or, um, what's the other place, um, oh my gosh, there's a couple of other places that I just get people that just inbox me, and I appreciate the compliments, don't get me wrong, I don't know how to accept compliments, I've, I'm not accustomed to people telling me that I'm pretty, I'm not accustomed to people telling me that I'm beautiful. I'm not accustomed to people telling me that they love my smile or things like that or my eyes or whatever the case may be. Um, I'm accustomed to people telling me they love my voice. That I'm accustomed to. I'm accustomed to people telling me that I do have a voice that is welcoming or soothes them or whatever the case may be. I am accustomed to that. You know, so that I am used to. Um, But anything else, I'm not. So I don't accept it well. But I also just don't like having my inbox bombarded by these random ass people that I don't know. And it's not like you guys are following me. I mean, it's not like you guys are subscribing to our YouTube channels. It's not like you guys are subscribing to, I mean, or following or liking whatever any of our other platforms. You're just in my inbox. Like, that's not going to do anything. Same thing for Jamaica. Like, same thing for Central America. Like... I thank you so much, I really do, from the bottom of my heart, for all of the beautiful uh, messages. Some are a little, I love you, and I don't know how you love me, because you don't know me, but I've never been one of those to say that I love an icon or an idol, or, you know, yeah, I I could love somebody's music, or love somebody's talent, but I've never been one of those fans to fall in love with that person because you're not supposed to idolize anybody but anyways that's neither here nor there so i those just you know throw me off some and coming from domestic violence and coming from not so good relationships period with males or females like or coming where i feel like i've 
I've always just been the black sheep to all to that it's kind of like whoa hold on you don't even know me like you only know the information that I give you guys you only know the stories that I've told part of that is my life and what I've lived and dealt with that's all you know you don't know the rest of it you weren't there with me like how 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 is that even possible but it is and it happens but yeah I don't get any more messages of me inspiring or supporting or anything anyone and that's really what I want I want to know that I'm steering you into a different direction I want to know that I'm helping you realize that you're worth it I want to know that I'm helping you realize that you can parent you you know what I'm saying or you can deal with relationships as you and not the mental health or not whatever else it is that you have going on it doesn't have to stop you from being the most amazing you and it doesn't mean that you have to love yourself any less and it doesn't mean you're damaged or broken because in reality you're not you just function differently than everybody else you just require things to be differently than everybody else does but it doesn't mean that you're all these little shattered pieces and somebody has to come and put you back together again just for you to function no it does not mean that it just means that you have to learn who you are, how you function, what works best for you, and what doesn't work best for you, just so that you can, again, become your best teacher. You can teach others how to deal with you. You can teach others how to cope with you. You can explain to them, this is who I am. This is what I deal with. This is how I function. This is how I cope with everything. Please do not take it personal. If this happens, or please do not take it personal. If that happens, just let me know so I can correct my fuck-ups and my errors and my mistake now if you did something to bring that along that's different but if I unintentionally was the, the starter then I obviously want to make amends to my wrongs I want to fix them and I want to avoid them from happening in the future but in order for any of this that I'm talking about right now to happen you have to be okay with living within your skin you have to look in that mirror and you have to be okay with what you see. You have to accept and acknowledge who you are and love you for you. Flaws and all. Because baby, without those flaws, you would not be who you are today. You wouldn't be you. You wouldn't be the reason why anybody loves you or cares about you or is hangs around you or is constantly wanting to be in your presence. You would not be who you are. Everyone has flaws. Okay, it's part of being human. You have to go potty? Is somebody in the bathroom? Who's in the bathroom? So you have to go pee-pees? So go pee-pees, boo-boo. Go pee-pees. Delano, she gotta go pee-pee. Sorry, y'all. She can't hold it for too long, so we have her set outside of the tub and pee into the tub. If somebody else is in the bathroom, so then this way she doesn't have an accident. Um, you gotta do what you gotta do. Sorry, y'all may be like, oh, that's nasty. Hey, you gotta do what you gotta do. I kill my little four year old to pee on herself just because somebody's in the bathroom. Um, but yeah, so this podcast turned out to be completely different. It was supposed to be about depression and I ran off to something else. But I hope that you guys can take from what I'm saying and can open up doors for yourselves 
Sorry, this contact is bothering me. Um, and realize that you are way more important than you think you are. You are definitely loved. And unless you were born into shit like me, <laughs> or born in shit, um, there's no reason for you to think that you are shit. So all of that really has to go. Um, and while I'm saying all of this to you guys, trust me when I tell you, I am listening to it. I am listening to it. I am taking a heed that my words that I'm telling you are the same words that I need to listen to for myself. And I do. Trust me when I tell you, I do. But sometimes that depression hits a little bit different and it gets hard. And I know that. And I know that. And it happens. We're all going to fall off our wagon, you know, and get into one of our episodes. And then we have to come back out of it and get back on and keep going. You know, you just can't just let it consume you and stop. There's too much in life. There's so much you can be giving to life. There's so much you can be giving to others. There's so much you can be giving to yourself. Like, this world is already going through so much. It's ridiculous. Like, my heart goes out to those families that have lost their children in Texas. I really, really honestly don't know what I would do. Like, when it happened close to our town in, in Connecticut, like, when it happened at Sandy Hook, I freaked out. I freaked out. I freaked out drastically. Like, I was just like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I have a kid in a school not too far. I can't leave my student. Like, I worked at the cafeteria for that school, but we had to, you know, if anything happens, you have to lock yourself in the rooms and you can't leave. You cannot leave. So who's going to take care of my children while I am taking care of somebody else's child? Was things, is things that used to pop in my mind when I was working, you know, in the school system. And even when I was working in the daycare, um, I didn't get to finish that thought that I was telling you guys before. But even when I was working in the daycare, you know, as the head te- um, toddler preschool teacher, whichever one I was doing at the time, it was the same thing. Like, I have to protect these babies at all. Who's protecting mine if anything happens? Like, is mine being protected? Who should have to live like that? Like, who should have to live like that? We shouldn't have to worry that if we're sending our kids to school, that they're not going to make it home. That's just not acceptable. Or if you're going to go to the grocery store, I don't watch the news because my life is already depressing enough. So I try to stay away from things that will trigger me because I am also an empath. And it just takes over my emotions and it just... It puts me in an emotional roller coaster ride that I just I can't get out of and it takes a long time for me to regulate and realize which ones are my emotions and which ones are the emotions of the other people around me that I'm feeling. And that's a lot of work. A lot of work. And it takes a lot of energy. So I don't be having a lot of energy because my kids already suck up my energy. So um yeah, like, it's to the point that I've already stated, and I'm honest when I say this, Lyrica will not be going to nobody's school system. She will be homeschooled, and Beva is still finishing up. We had to take off for a whole year, you know, with my health and everything else and everything else that happened, and I'm already beating myself up for that because here she is 19, and we haven't finished high school, but that's because I refuse to just graduate her without her knowing anything. I need her to know her basics. And the fact that she was in a therapeutical school for elementary, she didn't learn a lot that she should have learned. 
um, and she was being graded by the curve because of her behavior. They stated that if she was graded regular, uh, she would never pass. So they had her on a curve. All of that damaged my child. It did more harm than it did good. Because here we are now trying to finish school and she barely knows the basics from 4th and 5th grade that you should actually know. You know what I'm saying? Because of the school system. Like, no, that's not okay. That's not acceptable. So here I am telling myself I'm not going to worry about my little one. That's my last one. I didn't want her to be my last one. Here's a fun fact about me that you guys didn't know. I didn't want three kids. I don't like the odd, the odd number. I like even numbers. I actually wanted to have another baby. But then I sit here and I think about it and I'm like, that's being selfish. You know, you can't do it. I mean, physically I can, but I feel like I'm being selfish if I do. But listen to me. Listen to me. Hear me out before y'all start talking shit. Okay? Hear me out. I have two high-functioning autistic kids. Those are my two older ones. My little one, knock on wood, as of yet and so far, and I'm hoping never shows up, there's nothing showing up for her. Nothing except for her, her Gemini, half Puerto Rican, half Haitian anger issues. You know, we already are hot-headed people to begin with, so she already has all of that intertwined. Then she has her dad's strong, you know, will and hard-headedness, and she has my strong will and my hard-headedness. So she has a lot of just genetics that's not anything else um so i wanted one more baby um knock on wood that since the situation would not be like all the other ones would also be like my little one a regular one with nothing else so then this way my two older ones will always have somebody to have their back that can understand the world better than they can for the day that i'm no longer here I don't want to think about these things as I'm not throwing it out in the universe, but at the same time, I have to be realistic and I have to be a mom. And I have to make sure that my kids are situated and my kids are good. Like, I've already talked to my cousin, Jazz. Jazz already knows that knock on wood, if anything happens, she has to step up and you know what I'm saying. And I've talked to the baby's godmother, Tanasia, um, who I have a really weird relationship with. <laughs> but... I also told her, like, my kids, I don't, wouldn't trust my kids with almost anybody. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're everything that I have fought so hard for. And I have fought so hard to just do better by. I can't just leave them in the hands of just anyone. You know what I'm saying? That's going to destroy everything that I've worked so hard for. So, there's only a few people. Like, if anything, I know I, my sister, then Maria, Tanasia, and Jazz. Like, and then Crystal. That's it. Those are the only people that I have that if anything were to happen, and I know, like, my babies had to go somewhere, you know what I'm saying? It would be them. I would ask them to oversee, ask them to, which I already have asked two of them, um to be there for them, to oversee, to monitor, to watch, you know what I'm saying, like, whatever the case may be, but anyways, neither here nor there, so my heart goes out to all of those, and because of that, and everything else is going on in this crazy world, which is another reason why I don't watch the news, I am going to homeschool Erica, um, which is why I'm also stressed out about hurrying up to move, 
and get a van because I want to join the home the homeschooling groups so that little girl can socialize with other kids her age. And the same thing with Viva, like, and even Delano, even though he's not homeschooled. Um, I need the transportation to do that. Like, I can't be an amazing mom when I'm missing so many tools that I need to be an amazing mom. But I'm trying. I'm working hard on it. I'm trying. I'm really, really trying. Um, but yeah, so there's a lot in this podcast. I've dumped out my brain, I guess, to you guys in this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much if you're a follower, a subscriber, or a supporter. That definitely means the world to me. Um, because it, it lets me know that I do matter, that we do matter, that what we go through does matter, that we're showing others how to cope and deal with life, um, that we're also showing them not autistic children are what people presume them to be, um, and that even though they can function one way, it doesn't necessarily mean they can function every way or the other way, um, but I appreciate you guys big time. And I'm working really hard, honestly, to get back on my schedule. I haven't even opened my calendar. I haven't done none of my planning. Nothing. Like, I'm so unmotivated for everything. It's ridiculous. And I'm trying to find my motivation again. You know, and I'm trying to find that drive again. Because if I no longer care and if nothing no longer matters, then what is the point? What's the point? There's no point then. I mean, then what am I doing honestly like for real but anyways make sure you guys have a blessed day and don't forget tomorrow is a promise to anyone so make sure you make today count and make yesterday jealous okay love y'all